0: Well you know that it's going to be all right I think
1: Shop girls on My Talk 1071. I am Harmony Kaplan, and you are not Allie Kaplan. Are I am you? not. No, you are Grant Whitaker.
0: Your favorite shop boy.
1: You are my favorite shop boy, and it's other than your I'm little, the
0: only shop boy. Let's are, just face right. it. So I have to you be the favorite.
1: I made a you know a quick guest appearance a few weeks ago. I did. But other than that, you haven't been here in a while. And Allie had a, a very pressing engagement this hmm. morning. <laughs> <laughs> she is at her son's um, baseball tournament. Well, that is pressing. And that is pressing. And yes. it's important. Mother's and... duties never end. Right. Her husband um, could not be there. And so she is there and you are here. Yes. And I'm happy to have you here. With I'm
0: happy me. to be here. It's been, it has been a bit. It's been it like maybe two months.
1: Oh, really? Has it? I, I haven't counted, but I know it's been a while.
0: <laughs> do you count?
1: Uh, I do. I usually <laughs> mark off the nights, you know, that, that I've missed you.
0: Of course. Um,
1: have you been busy doing all kinds of exciting things?
0: It's been a, you know, it's it's been a very blessed season. I'm very grateful. It has been nonstop. I went from like Art and Bloom to like Canterbury Park. I went to Raise the Bar which is why I was here last time. So I've had a strong fashion season. It's been styling. It's been shows. It's been a lot of appearances. You know, one is I'm good at running my mouth. So
2: people invite me back.
0: Uh, So that's been nice. I'm grateful for all those things.
1: Well, I'm glad to And I'm
0: about to get married.
1: I know. The 17th?
0: The 17th of this 17th month? 17th yes. of this month. Yes. exciting. It's very right, well, we'll exciting. We'll talk about that a little bit yes. later.
1: Because, I, you know, I <laughs> did think that we should at least, you know, everybody's excited about what is going on in London with the Jubilee for the Queen. 70 years on the throne. That's a long time. You
0: know, I love on. a Queen's Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you think they really put this on for you? You know, maybe it is. I
0: think it is for for my enjoyment. Yes, I Probably. think so.
1: But you had come across an article about because, you know, people kind of make fun sometimes of Queen Elizabeth's fashion choices. Right. And think maybe, you know, she just looks in the closet and says to her footman or whatever he is oh pick out a green dress or something but that really isn't the case
0: it's not the case and i mean i think first of all to be a female monarch of that stature yep there's a lot of responsibility plus you're really running your family in all ways and forms right but you know this article was so great because it really talked about her having to come in at such a young age and take over the throne at her t- in her 20s
1: right and oh, having really to
0: earmark young. kind of what her style was going to be and she worked with the designer at the time. His name was Norman Hartwell.
1: Is he still around? Hart- or is that that was back then?
0: It was back then. Oh, yes. OK. But his earmarking things for her, of course, were her wedding dress mm. and, of course, what she was going to wear for the coronation. And it started this article talks about the fact that it started this trend of and if you look at her style to this day, you'll see it. It's always very proper at the waist, comes out a little bit at the hip. The shoulder is always very well-tailored. And then there's always a sense of color accent.
1: She's all. It seems to me, which I love, she's always in bright colors.
0: Always in bright colors. It sort
1: of makes her stand out wherever she is.
0: Well, she loves color. It talks about the fact that she really does love color, but she wants it to be a statement. She always wants it to be a refined, kind of peaceful, happy statement, which I thought was very interesting.
1: She doesn't do much with her shoes, though.
0: She doesn't do much with her shoes. I think it's more about... See my waist, see my waist. I well, mean it talks so. about that. Yeah. Really? I think she's always been into the fact that that she felt like that that was a very good strong statuesque piece of her body.
1: Yeah, I suppose. And what about as far as her um well there was there was one
0: And her handbags.
1: Yes. Yeah, they have to be a certain I mean, what do you think she has? She never lets go even when she's in Buckingham Palace and she's just going from her bedroom to the bathroom. She's got I mean, I know because I've been there so many times, of course, but she's always got that handbag. What do you and, think? And it's
0: that? a a laner handbag. It's okay. always this brand, you know, and that the article talks about, of course, you know, with Birkins and all these other things. And the, the you know, the Chanel handbags and all the different things that have really gotten so much notoriety. She's stayed right. True to this brand. But it's true. Maybe that's just her safety thing. You know, I, I, you know, not to assume anything, but like in working with people over the years and style, I worked with a really great speaker who had PTSD and her thing was always to be able to put her hands in her pockets, made her comfortable. So maybe her purse brings her this sense of. you she know, she always wears
1: that pink lipstick. Maybe she has that in there.
0: Well, she's like you. You like your coral reds.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Do you think? But
0: don't you think she does look... I mean, there's always... When she shows up, you can expect the hat in the same color, Yeah, the jacket in the same color, the skirt in the same right. color, or the dress under a coat.
1: But everything is made for her. It's all bespoke. It is. Because... She, I mean, can you imagine the queen going somewhere and showing up, and someone else has the same outfit on? (gasps) But it's disaster,
0: and that's what I mean. I mean, imagine from the twenties to now, always knowing that you had this certain sense of refined style. I mean, people don't think of her as a style icon, but it's very interesting. Like you know, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about the jubilee and and tradition and what it is, and you know what the the other royals are wearing. But it's also all in tribute to her and her style.
1: What about her hair?
0: You know, they talk about her hair. It's really interesting. She stayed very true to that traditional roller set. Yeah. But you know, in the it's photos, a beautiful
1: color hair. I think that's natural. Is.
0: But it's so stunning when you see her in those roller sets with the scarf over it. I mean, yeah. it's very like Hollywood era royalty.
1: Yes. Yeah. You're right. Well, I think, she, you know, she's 96 years old. I think she... And she looks you know, good she for le- 96. Yeah, she does. When she
0: decided to take a day off from the Jubilee, I was like, okay, girl, put your feet up. Yes. Right? Yeah,
1: she's got a right to do that. Meanwhile, Meghan Markle is there and and Kate Middleton. I have to say, Kate Middleton was wearing a dress yesterday that I loved. Of course, you have to have the body to wear it as mm-hmm. well. But it was a, they. they said she looked like sunshine. But it was, it was like a buttercup yellow, um, a long sleeve dress, but I loved the fabric crisscrossed at her waist. I mean, her waist is like the tiniest thing ever. Yeah. And then it just sort of had a soft, long, like midi length skirt. Yes. Um, I, their hats, I mean, I could never do that, but it's, she was wearing a hat in the matching color with flowers on it and all, but I thought that was lovely. I, that it was, was lovely. Favorite.
0: I mean, she and Kate both looked lovely on different days. Yes, but it was funny. Megan's style. was No, she.
1: That's Kate.
0: Yes, yes Kate's uh, was okay. the kind of butter yeah, dress. Okay. Yes, and exactly. Megan
1: was wearing.
0: Megan was wearing the white yeah. with the fascinator.
1: Yeah. Was well, she?
0: But, but what did Meghan's you think style was a Tribute. Well, the, the, you know, this article talks about the fact that this was really, an essence, you know, kind of a tribute to Kate. And also very a tribute to the house, meaning that she was dressed head to toe in what would have been considered formal. And we know because we've talked about Megan a lot. We yep. like her. Yep, we do. Um, but we also know that maybe she's a little bit of a rebel in terms of the royal house. And this yeah. was like A to Z, meaning that she had ticked every box of what she was supposed to wear. So what a great tribute.
1: She was in all white, which Kate has certainly done at many yes. times as well. With um, a belt. To, that's yes, white. belted at the waist and um, the white shoes and the, the white hat. I I was upset because I saw in, in one place they said, you know, everybody welcomed them and all. But apparently when they were coming out of the service yesterday, there were some people who booed them. Oh, Harry no. and Meghan. And that's upsetting to me.
0: I think it's upsetting. I mean, everybody has an opinion. It doesn't yep. mean they voice them correctly.
1: And nobody really knows what's going on. Exactly. In, the, in their family either. No. And today is their daughter Lilibet's first birthday and is supposed to be meeting the queen, her great-grandma. I hope that goes well.
0: It's a birthday. I hope it goes well, too. It should.
1: Yeah. I mean, I you know, it, it, I guess it's fascinating. There's There are people who say oh why do we care about them and all of that but you know they were talking on the view um yesterday mm-hmm. i think about it and they were saying that the um royal family basically brings in something like 2.7 billion dollars in tourist
0: of course they uh, do money yeah so
1: You know, they're important for that. I mean, everyone kind of wonders what they do. And I mean, you know, they they do good work. But I mean, obviously, they do not run the government. No. Um, The prime minister does. But there is something. I, I don't know why America is as fascinated as they are with. England's royalty. Not other countries, anywhere near as much.
0: I think because we both speak English. <laughs>
1: that helps, doesn't and it? And
0: I think we also, we don't have a royal family.
1: No. Do you notice? I tried. I tried. I took my tiara out. I do. Wandered the yes. streets, waved. I wear with my work.
0: sparkly shoes daily, <laughs> and I, I like to have my tiara in yeah. the background.
1: Well, you know what? We're going to get to more realistic things for us, mm-hmm. because um, Allie is actually going to call in and tell us because there's a great new store that is open locally not in britain but here um, called dick's house of sport and she's going to give us a first-hand report so that's coming up on shop girls right after this break so don't go away welcome back to shop girls on my talk 1071 i'm harmony kaplan here today with grant whitaker but Allie could not stay away. You she know, couldn't. it's hard for her to, yeah. to not be here. So she is our intrepid reporter, and I believe we have her on the line now.
2: Are you there, Allison? I am. I hate to break it to you. It's actually not that hard to be away. It turns out not everybody works on Saturdays, and it's kind of glorious. Oh, really? Well, look at you. Nobody you hit a I home
0: don't. run today. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one told us that. We didn't know what it's like right? to be out. Um, oh, All has- the glamour as I sit in the parking lot at a little league field out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like has that. the game started? Uh, just starting now. Just starting now. So do you, do you
0: have out? your hair and rollers today, like the <laughs> queen?
2: <laughs> uh no, that doesn't work well at the baseball field, Grant. You've got to be ready for anything: wind, rain. You never know. And you so, didn't hats, bring your pom poms and- to do cheers for them uh nope just just my loud voice that's what i've got i said to your mom she's had a
0: hot dog she's ready to go yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) but i actually wanted to talk to you about sport yes because it's all sports this week um with the opening of a store that you might not expect me to be all that excited about it's the new dicks at ridgedale center it's dicks House of Sport, which is a new concept. This is only the third one in the country to open um, here in the Twin Cities. I mean, they've been advertising
1: like mad, and it looks great. And I know my 14-year-old grandson said it's the best store ever. So tell us about it. Tell us what's so great about it.
2: So, you know, everything is moving towards being experiential and interactive. Dick's has been investing heavily in store experiences. This is the new concept, but they also are, you know, they own Gulf Galaxy and some of the other Sport-related franchises, right. um, and they've been investing big time in stores. This is kind of like supersized. It's the old Sears store. So, so sporting goods stores are really the new mall anchor. If you want to, if you want to think about it that way, it's a two-level store with all kinds of interactive experiences. So, there's a putting green and golf simulators. There's a machine pitch batting cage. Mm. There's basketball hoops. There is a 35 foot climbing wall similar oh. to what rei you know rei i'm sure students going yeah we did the climbing wall thing many many <laughs> years ago right uh so this isn't the first but here's the really cool part there's a huge um field and olympic sized track that is being built behind the store like in the ridgedale parking lot connected oh. to the store it'll open this fall It'll be uh, available for soccer clubs, for parties. They'll have boot camp fitness classes. And then in the winter, it becomes a hockey rink. So wait, do you have to rent this space out? Well, it's going to be a mix of things. You know, Dick's will have classes. I think they'll have, you know, a regular schedule of fitness classes that people could just come and do. I think that they are looking for community partnerships with, you know, sports teams that need a space or you want to host a party or, you know, you want to just rent it out for some friends. So I think it'll be a mix of things.
1: Okay. And what about, like when you said there's a putting green, I mean, can you just walk up and use it? Do you have to have a reservation to do it or how does that work?
2: So there are certain things that cost. You know, like the like, you have to pay to, to do the climbing wall and the machine pitch batting cage if you want to do that. Oh, okay. And, yes, you can go online and make reservations. You can take a golf lesson from a pro right there in the shop. Oh. So, I mean, they've definitely staffed up and have professionals. The putting green, you could go and just try out clubs, and and, it, and it's really nice. I mean, it's big, and it'd be a great way to, to try out a club if you know anything about that. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. But, How's um, the fashion? <laughs> uh, so here's an interesting thing, Grant. I'm glad you asked. So they definitely expanded the assortment and they're testing out higher end lines like Chubby's, um, men's swim trunks. What kind are of a hipster are they, Line. Wait, a that's a line? We've
1: talked about Chubby's before. Chubby's? Are they, they're not meant just for Chubby people? No. Oh, okay. No.
2: Oh,
1: I didn't know. I <laughs>
2: no it's okay. a, it's a it 's a you know high end swim line for men that 's the first time they have that in store they 've done an entire women 's sports bra department oh and you know what? It looks a lot more like a Victoria's Secret than it does a dick Sporting Goods. Nice. it have got drawers that pull out, you know, everything. They've got really nice fitting rooms with good lighting and lounge chairs. It feels wow. much more like a department store. It's it sounds like it. a store of sporting goods. Lots of higher-end brands, you know, entire departments for Nike and Adidas and Patagonia and all that, but some experimental things like Rowlings, you know, which you think of as doing baseball gloves. Right. Or, I don't know, Grant, do you think of it for doing baseball gloves? Rolling. They do baseball gloves. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure he does. But, but in addition to the sporting goods that you ex- would expect from that brand, they have leather tote bags. That Rawlings is doing. So they've just sort of elevated in all these different places. One of the most interesting departments I thought was the wellness department, where they've got things to put in your gym bag. So it's like, you know, deodorant and fancy moisturizers. They've come up with everything. Juices. They're just really thinking about every possible extension to the world of sports.
0: Well, and Dick's, they have their own brand of like, you know, for example, like they have beautiful bikes and things like that, that they have their own brand, that they do these things. How has that been built out more? I mean, like I recently brought a bike of theirs that's from their brand and it was amazing. But I'm just wondering. Yeah, they were saying that they they were. Yeah, they were expanding on a lot of that stuff as well.
2: Yes, absolutely. The bike department is large. Everything's larger. This is actually, yeah, the bike department is larger, and the the shoe department is 7,000 square feet. It's the largest shoe department that Dick's has at any store in the country. Wait, is this separate from the cleats? Yep, because there's house, a house of cleats. cleats. Is its own thing. Yep, there, there's a house of cleats that's just all for cleats of all sports. But then the actual shoe department, which is men's, women's, children, everything, and it's lifestyle shoes as well as like performance athletic shoes. Seven thousand square feet. So it's enormous. That everything is. is. Huge. And I, you know, I think look, this is not Dix is not the first to do this. You know, obviously, right, Shields at the yeah. Prairie Center is double the size of this store. Really, double. Yes. Oh, yeah. Two hundred and fifty thousand square feet compared to one hundred and fifteen. So but but I think it's just it, it continues a trend. Sporting goods as a category is something that we've all embraced more than ever during the pandemic. And of all types of shopping to be experiential and touch and feel and be kind of community based. This this works perfectly.
1: I mean, it sounds amazing. It sounds like you could drop your 14 year old off there and he could spend the day. You sure could. You probably could. You the sure other thing could. that we should mention is there are a couple of guest appearances. Uh, today, Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Wild. Um, he's a receiver. He will be there from one thirty to 3. And tomorrow, this excites me, from one uh, thirty to 3, Joe Mauer from the Twi- yeah. Minnesota Twins will That's be nice. there.
2: Right. right. I so, think you need to get there early to get a wristband if you want to meet them. But oh. uh, But yeah. You, yeah, don't have, something you don't have going any pull, home Yeah, and it will continue. And It's just always nice to see concepts, new concepts being tried. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it sounds exciting. I want to go try it.
1: Um, all right, we're going to have to let you go. Let okay. me know if my grandson gets a big hit. Will do. And Will do. Uh, we'll we'll show. be in touch, okay? Okay. Thank so you, glamorous.
0: <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy.
1: And oh, we'll be guys. back with more shop girls right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk one oh seven one. I'm Harmony Kaplan. Um you heard from Allie if you were listening earlier, but uh sitting here across from me is Grant Whitaker, our favorite shop boy.
0: So happy to be here today. Well,
1: I'm happy to have you here, too. And, you know, remember, if you can't listen to the entire show live, you can always podcast it.
0: And remember, if you have questions for us, you can always call in. We can you talk can. to you about we your will
1: get to, we will shops get, and fashions yes. and all
0: those good things. And
1: and we will get to the top of the hour. We will get to that. So if you if you have questions, I'll give you the number now. I mean, you can call us anytime, but the top of the hour is the best time to call. The number is six five one six four one one zero seven one. So you can start thinking now and then call in. We can if we don't have the answers, we'll make them up. all right
0: you, you know, or you'll be a big techie and you know, fill upon I've, that information that you got. You can't, you can't got. wait
1: for that. Yeah, in, I know, right? My, my tech report. Meanwhile, you know what I wanted to talk about, Grant? Because I wanted to get your opinion about this, too. Um, the trunk club was something that Nordstrom started in 2014. Mm-hmm. They, they acquired it then. And the whole idea is that, you know, you can... Um, Put in all these algorithms and know the kind of clothes that you want, and then they're sent to you. So you, it's never gone quite the way they wanted it to. Um, it's supposed to be a way to personalize your fashions. It's like several Stitch Fix or several of these other companies that have these uh, mail-in mail-in services. Sort of, I guess you could say they they send you the box of clothes and all of that. Kind of thing. Um, and they have decided that they are going to do away with that. Uh, they called, they said the company has invested more in this side of the business, which ranges from what Nordstrom calls low touch outfit inspiration through our digital channels. And they're going to a high touch and personalized relationship with a stylist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think that they're making a good move on this. I think people want a real person to deal with. What What is your feeling about that?
0: Well, I mean, I think as someone who works in this, in this living, you know, I make my living at doing this. Right. It's, it's always nice to work with a person. First of all, you know, fashion is personal. It's very personal. Yes. It's something that you have to wear. It has to have a sense of comfort. It has a sense of style that's yeah. personal to you. And I think if you're just kind of filtering a lot of these things through like what we would call an algorithm yeah. or a computer kind of situation, you're not probably always getting the best things. This is also in Nordstrom's situation. This is also not very affordable stuff, you know? I yeah, mean, this that's is, probably
1: true, too. It's yeah. a
0: higher price. end, so it's not like you're just getting a box of, let's say, some fast fashion things that you might add to your wardrobe. Yeah. These are typically more staple pieces. I agree with you. I don't. When they acquired this, you know, they spent so much money acquiring the service. Right. When it was, because, you know, I knew about this, but then, of course, reading about this morning, you know, trunk shows are the things that would come to you. Yes. Meaning the designers that that would- You would open the trunks to all the designs and you would go see the trunk show. Right. And there would be
1: models that would be wearing the things and all that. So the
0: title is also a little, was a little like misleading, I think. Yeah. You know, because you would think you would get up and close and personal with probably some of the best stuff. Yeah. And maybe just be able to have a little bit of a dabble into certain things that might be good
2: for you. But,
1: you know, I think even more than that. Now, you know. They are going the way of thread up, which is also um, giving up on their yes. box ideas. And the whole idea is, you know, they would, you'd take a style. First of all, I wouldn't have the patience to do it. They would give you style quizzes and, and you know, so that they would know the kind of things that you'd want. Sure. You have to fill out all of these things. And you were supposed to have, you know, easy returns and customer feedback and all of that. But it's not quite the same thing as working with a person. And, you know, you'd have to sign up for all of these things and and all of that. Um, And I think that what they have realized, uh, especially at Nordstrom, the reason that they decided to do away with it, they said it turns out, I mean, they're admitting their mistake, if you want to put it that way, is that it turns out that human interaction is huge, they said. Customers want to engage with a stylist, not an algorithm. Of course, algorithms can be great tools, but artful selling is still an emotional process. And I think that's the key to the whole thing.
0: But I think the other thing, too, because we're going to talk about a couple of different scenarios here with different stores. I think stores are also seeing that through COVID, people have missed being in a store, being in a location, talking to somebody you know, and so it really is redefining the retail space once again.
1: Yeah, I think that that's that's very true, um, and I it, it's an interesting thing because I think if I wanted to use a stylist, mm-hmm. I would I, I wouldn't want to do it that way. I no. would want to go in. I think a lot of people are unsure of what colors look good on them they might you know i think we've all had experiences where somebody shows you something you say oh i can't wear something that has this kind of waistline they say, just try it
0: well the best thing when you work with the stylist for example i can't speak for every stylist but for me and working with a client or working on a show or an experience or anything is you ha- when you can explain what you're doing yeah this leads to this and this is why we would do it and here's the touch and feel and this is why it's going to be comfortable People need to know those things. A computer right. can't speak to those things.
1: No. I, and I think, you know, I think when they first came out with this whole idea of getting the box, um, people thought, oh, this is a great. And I'm sure there are still people who, who like the idea. But I think it. you can't compare that to human contact.
0: You can't. On no.
1: the other hand, and this is, you know, I mean, it'll be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Ralph Lauren yes, is starting a new thing called the Lauren Look. And basically, this is a subscription service. And the way they identify it, they say it provides unlimited access to the latest styles delivered to your door for just $125 a month to rent. You can keep it for a while or you can buy it.
0: But, you know, I have some interesting facts about that one. Okay. So when you were go when you go to a Nordstrom, you that means you're getting the quantity of a department store, right? Right. You mean different brands, different things, different styles, all those right. things. When you think of someone like Lauren, it's a very detailed style that hasn't changed much through the years. It's a definite it's a look. a certain look. It's a certain stripe. It could be a navy. You know, it could be a khaki. Things like that that you know that you're going to get. If you're looking for a plaid coat, you're going to find it at Ralph Lauren. If you want some gold button detail, you're going to find it there. Yeah. So if someone who is like a true and tried person is really like committed to this brand, they always kind of know what they're going to get, too. It is also good quality merchandise.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. They, they suggest, and I, I maybe you can help me because I got confused by this. They said that first you browse and you can explore all the new arrivals each week and new styles um, for your closet by clicking on the hanger icon. And they say you need at least 10 items mm-hmm. in your closet to automatically trigger your first box. What does that mean?
0: I think what they're saying to you is you're going to pick ten things that would be of your style choice from the brand.
1: But they may they recommend that you always maintain twenty four items because I so think, that you have seamless service.
0: Because I think what that's doing is it's teaching them about your style. It's okay, teaching. Okay, by the them, things
1: that you've picked Exactly. Out. Okay. Yeah just I like when
0: you go onto like a music subscription if you pick this artist that artist artist they're going to they recommend like certain things that they, you might yeah, yeah exactly
1: okay and so then what they do they ship 4 items at a time from your closet based on the availability and you can keep them to wear them as long as you want and then when you're ready for a new box you return all four items or you can buy your favorites from them, and there apparently is a members-only discount. They didn't say what kind of discount, but there is a discount. Um, there's unlimited monthly box exchanges and free shipping, and you can try and wear new looks all month.
0: And you know the other thing that it does do, you know, Lauren tends to run small. It just does. It? does. I, haven't, a, it I does I haven't gotten always. any for a long time. It does. It always runs small to size. So it's also teaching them about your body type and what your size should be. You know, like if I shop online at certain places, they go, well, clients who are in your size have bought it in this size. Yes,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, yeah they, they kind of recommend for you. Um, they do, as I said, unlimited free shipping and returns. They also have, they say it's free dry cleaning because you wear it and return it, and right. they take care of all that. Um, and I don't know. I just think it's interesting that as Trunk Club and Thread Up are saying no to this way of doing things. Um, Ralph Lauren is just beginning.
0: With because I think it, I think it comes back to brand. They have such strong brand identity, yeah. and the look and touch and feel of what their product is. I think it's kind of easy I, for them.
1: I've always thought with any of those services, I've always, I've said this to Allie when we've talked about these things. I could never do it because I'm not. A certain size. I think it's one thing, if you know you are a size 10 and things fit you. If you know that depending, you know, things are Well, you always... range
0: between sample size and a two.
1: <laughs> oh, I knew I loved you. Yes. You're a couture girl, oh, we know absolutely. it. absolutely, couture only. That's all I ever wear. But I mean, really, what do you do when you get things like this? And if pants need shortening. Are you allowed to do that when you do? Well, that a would be
0: that would be the bigger question. Hopefully, yeah. because that's what you're paying for, right?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, it's interesting. If if you're a box subscriber, you know, let us know six five one six four one one zero seven one. It obviously works for some people, but it'll be interesting to see if this works for Ralph. Lauren, if this is a good way for them to go. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention quickly is Macy's, because it's kind of along the same lines in terms of what works and what doesn't. They're finding that they, they're, um, profits went up Yeah, and big time because they are saying they're doing low and high their new backstage, which I know they have at Southdale. I, do they have it at Ridgedale? I can't remember. I think they do the backstage yes. area. They've just opened a huge, um, department in New York at their, um, flagship store, 15,000 square foot backstage shop on the eighth floor. But they also, but they, of course, it's through their connection. I mean, Bloomingdale's is also their store and does more high-end. Right. And through all that, they have been doing very well. They said people who are um, shopping in the high-end are, you know, higher-income consumers, and they have so far not really been affected yeah. by inflation but it's an interesting thing because for a while there i don't think macy's was doing so well they weren't but now you know they've they've got both ends covered but and that comes
0: back to what we've been talking about i think people want to be in a store
1: yeah yeah and they want no, to no see matter what, what they're it buying is, you want to yeah well macy's could be a whole segment that we can talk about at some other point yes. but we're going to have to take a break because when we come back it's going to be time for whose look is it anyway don't go away you have tuned in to listen to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. And this is Harmony Kaplan here today with Grant Whitaker. And you know, Grant, it is that time in the show when we kind of look at some different styles and look at who's wearing them and we say, whose look is this anyway? She's wearing that
2: outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway?
1: Well, I want to begin with one that I like, and I just like her and everything about her, and that is Yara Shahidi. Yes. Yara Shahidi is an actress, if anyone ever watched Blackish, mm-hmm. uh, and then she had her own show called Grownish. Yes. Everything is an ish. Um, But along with all of her acting, she's been getting her degree at Harvard. Now, that's not easy. That's not easy to do, to get a degree at Harvard, no matter what. No. But along with sort of working full-time, too. And I also, I love because it told in this article, she actually was uh, her thesis that she had to write for graduation was a 136-page thesis on the work of Jamaican writer Sylvia Winter. So she is um, an actress, a college graduate, a Dior ambassador. I mean, she's quite a person. And she was wearing, for her graduation, under. not everybody wears Dior un, under their robe. I'm sure graduation. nobody
0: else was wearing Dior.
1: I would guess not. But... um what she had on, I, I think it's interesting. In Style called it a suit skirt. Mm-hmm. No, a skirt suit. <laughs> See, you listened and you just agreed with me and I was wrong.
0: I was just going with the flow.
1: Okay. But it's a skirt <laughs> suit. I never, you know, we call them pantsuits suits when it's pants, but I've just never heard anyone call it a skirt suit. It's a suit.
0: It's a suit. But a it, suit with a skirt.
1: Yes. But anyway, what it is, is a mini skirt and a Long, double-breasted jacket in red. The whole suit is red. What did you think of it?
0: You know, it's funny because it's very true to Dior. It's very—it's a 60s mod skirt suit. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's just been done for, for now and for the times. I loved the red detail. I love the big black buttons on it. I think it's super classy. You know, it's got to be hard to think about what do you put under your cap and gown. Some what's... people
1: don't seem to care. Some kids just... Throw whatever i cared
0: when i graduated well, of course but you, you know yes. i'm a fashionista i yes. can't help it yeah i thought this could not have been better and i also thought it looked so good on her
1: oh yeah i did too i mean i think she'd look it like good in a perfect anything. color i loved it if i i mean if i were wearing it i'd want the skirt a it's little like longer lipstick
0: red yeah like and really good i
1: it it looked great and yeah. i think you know it was she had the robe open in the picture obviously and i think you know it it was just a very smart look.
0: It was. It was so beautiful. So, you know, I
1: would go for that.
0: I would give it a must.
1: <clears throat> no, on the other hand. You know, hand... In all
0: these years of doing this, it's, for me, it's yeah. either a must or a bust.
1: Is that right?
0: Yes. Well, I'll
1: try to remember. That's my that.
0: new terminology okay. here. Okay. Good to know. I'm earmarking my shop boy <laughs> qualities.
1: <laughs> good, to, good to know these things. Mark this down. Um let's go to Gigi Hadid. Yes. I haven't talked about Gigi Hadid in a long time. I know. I'd love her and you love
0: saying that name.
1: Gigi Hadid. Um I used to talk about her a lot. I don't know. I just got bored with her. But she was wearing a very interesting look. Um she was wearing these Ultra low-rise khakis. Mm -hmm. And when I say ultra low-rise, I mean if she doesn't have something that is okay to show under it, then she better not be out on the street. But what she wore under it was a rather interesting look because she had a bathing suit Mm -hmm. under it. So she had one of these little, like, bolero. Is that what you would call it? It's
0: almost like a men's white shirt. But that it's had a, been cut into a bolero. Yeah,
1: that should yes. be right. Okay. And then she has a cute little blue and white print swimsuit mm-hmm. that if she didn't have on, you would see little parts you shouldn't see.
0: <laughs> little be, parts. Little part. Well, maybe I, maybe
1: they're big parts. I don't know. Um, and then she has these very low-rise pants.
0: Yeah. Um, what did you think of it?
1: I think that only if you're jiji Hadid... And you know the paparazzi is going to take your picture, would you wear something like this?
0: Well, she was also on the way to a swimsuit event.
1: Oh. Okay. Did you, did, so, was I mean, she really? Yes. Oh, she I didn't was. realize
0: that. Okay. So she's wearing a swimsuit so that's, that's from their brand. Yeah. It so it's a,
1: sort of like instead of a cover up, she was an uncover and
0: up. And it was like a 90 degree temperature day in New York. So meant it was like steamy. Yeah. And so, I mean,. It's appropriate, I think, for where she was going. Listen, bodysuits are the rage. I love them. I think they're great. It was also a very 90s thing. If you couldn't find the bodysuit you would wanted, you would wear a cute swimsuit and go to the club with yeah. a cute low-rise pair of jeans, little cute shoe. Okay. It's, it's kind of like 90s I culture. don't think you'd
1: see anyone else walking around like that. I just don't. I, don't I, think-, I
0: think I would.
1: That you'd wear that? You mean? I well, or, I mean,
0: I think girls that maybe were that age. I go to the age, wrong places. I mean, you probably wouldn't wear it if you were like in your forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties.
1: But if you're if you're Gigi Hadid, yeah, okay. or if
0: you have a body and you have a cute swimsuit, yeah. I actually like a very dressed-up swimsuit with like a, a black one with like a black slack. It can really work. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. I want to talk about um, LeBron James' wife because oh, to God, me, She look this. I give. Thumbs up all the way. Um, LeBron James is one of the producers, along with Adam Sandler, Mm -hmm. of this new movie called Hustle. Yes. That's out now, and it'll be on Netflix, I believe, on the 8th of June. Um, And he, the premiere was the other night. And LeBron James, I've never seen his wife, I don't think, before. I hadn't
0: either. Her name
1: is Savannah, and I did not know Savannah. She looked fabulous. She had a, Brown leather bustier, mm-hmm. chocolate brown, and she was wearing it with great looking pants. They had like a little, it looks like a little check. Yeah, in it. wouldn't you say like a um, a loose trouser with pleats?
0: Yeah, it was more like a a wide leg boot cut. Yeah, cut
1: and a white blazer just draped over her shoulders. A brown open toe heel, kind of a puffer um, white bag to go with it. Just the simplest little necklace. Mm-hmm. It was so stunning. I mean, she has a lovely figure, but it was just a classy, classy look. And apparently, she is um, kind of the head of all of the stuff that they do. She's well. In and
0: that's what we would call, call like good summer leather.
1: Yeah, and and LeBron looked good too. He had a corduroy jacket on and black pants, and of course, white. But sneakers. she stole the show. She did. She yeah. absolutely stole it the show. Was stunning. On the other hand, Adam Sandler was on Jimmy Sa- uh, Jimmy Kimmel the other night, and I mean he. He is the worst dresser ever and could care less, but <laughs> bad enough that he had just this awful shirt on. He had peptabismo that had spilled yeah. on. He told about it. He had a big pink spot on it. So I would say a no to him, but yeah. to Savannah James, an absolute Yes. Don't go away. We'll be back with a full hour more of Shop Girls, and we'll take your questions right after this.